Y'all, welcome back. I am so excited right now because three days ago I was researching aliens for tonight's topic, and then two days ago I was researching Disney movies for this topic, and then yesterday Vance said, hey, how about we do something else all together, and I said, cool, let's do that. So... Honestly, Vance and Eric are here, and, and honestly, this is going to be an interesting episode. Uh, like, like genuinely, this is going to be very odd. I don't know if odd's the word, but uh, Vance is willing to just kind of open up, uh, I, I guess, for, for lack of a better term. No, I'm not going to open up. But no. Well, what, then the, <laughs> then you, you tell me. What, what, are we do, what are we doing here? Okay. You, you go. I've been in a lot of therapy, a lot. So I know a lot about a certain trait, which is narcissism. Yeah, but Joe, I wanted to start the show as I always do because this is a religious podcast, and so I wanted to start start the, verse, the, the, the show with a. Oh, I, I, I need to Google it actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't, you don't want to get this uh, wrong because yeah, I know yeah. a lot of religious scholars tune in to hear you quote the Bible, so we don't um, want. Actually, the only thing I did not. Okay, here yeah, you. the general. This is, yeah, uh, <laughs> e, no, you're a narcissist. I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So this is called the Narcissus Prayer. Um, that did not happen. And if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it was, it's not a big deal. And if it is, that's not my fault. And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if I did mean it, you deserved it. That is the Narcissus Prayer. And that's essentially, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you grew up with that. Is, is I had someone that was very close in my life that shaped the way I view the world that was that one of those people. But the like the main reason why I actually like to talk about this with people is because I think people on the surface are like I, I'm glad I'm talking with you guys because people on the surface are like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like some people like they're like, you know, they make they're they're into themselves, they uh you know, they they exhibit these qualities of narcissists. Okay, I get it. Um, but you can't really get it unless it's like you experience it, um, with someone that you're close with. Um, and and like, like when I, when we, I talk to people about it, like I ask them like, okay, do you know anyone in your family that's like that? Or anyone, you know, would you ever hang out with anyone like that? Um, and they're like, no, but I, we should go into what a narcissist is. I think people know, right? Do you guys know? to, To be fair. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I would say that I think we have a general understanding of what it means to be narcissistic, but like to be a true narcissist at the level to where you would be diagnosed as one is, I think, a different thing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people take narcissism as like, oh, I spend a little too much extra time in the mirror or, you know, more more surface level shit, Not, not necessarily like willing to twist reality to never be wrong. Okay. It's yeah. Shit like that. That goes, that goes, honestly, it goes so much deeper and it's so detrimental to those around you. So I think that then I, that's what I thought. So I thought that the best way, and Lauren agreed to this is to talk about Lauren's experience with her dad, who is a fucked up person and a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, I, I remember cause like, can I tell this story? Cause it, it it's a good example so I remember like when Lauren and I first started dating, we were in law school. And at this point, Lauren's father had been emotionally and mentally abusive and verbally abusive to her for as long as she's been alive. Like, so at this point, like 26, 27 years. So he's been treating her like that. Um, but Lauren, who is a wonderful person, was trying really, really hard to still have a relationship with this person because 
it's her, you know, father. So she wants to, you know, she wants to have a relationship with the person. However, this, you know, thing that this little fact that he was literally like gaslighting and mentally and like like emotionally abusing her kind of was getting in the way because he kept like doing awful things to her. But she's a good person. It's her dad, so she's gonna like keep trying to reach out and and like mend the relationship. So she like he apparently. Uh, was trying he cut her she she wasn't talking to him at the time because at christmas he <laughs> oh man this is this is really bad <laughs> oh god okay all right at, at, at chris on it was like either on christmas or like before greg before christmas he sent her an email a really long email uh detailing why she was a terrible awful person and how awful she had been to him how ungrateful she was how terrible she treated her dad how wonderful of a father he was how he had done so much for her and like she just spit in his face and so she's like yeah you know i think i'm gonna take a little break here right so graduation rolls along in law school we're back to law school right so graduation rolls along and then she's like shit should i invite him should i invite him should i invite him and she's like he knows that graduation is coming up so he reaches out to her and he is like Every like emailing her all the time, calling her, texting her, calling her, being like, I like, I love you. Like things are going to be different. Uh, you know, I want to talk to you more. I miss my little girl. I love my little girl. Like I love you. I want like I really like. I am going to be different. I promise I'm going to be different. And it took her a while to crack, right? Like it took her I miss a while. My little girl. I'm 26, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, but as a parent, like, you know. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah, fair. Yeah, you're but allowed Jesus. to still say that until they die, Joe. Uh, yeah, but but that's clearly manipulative. You're clearly trying to invoke. Oh, Sorry, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead, go well, ahead. how about sending the email and then the only time it goes her for six months and then the only time he reaches out is when he knows graduation is coming and yeah. he wants to come. So then he I like, want to be there for the pictures and shit. He like pesters and pesters and pesters and she's like she finally like like breaks down because he gave her all these assurances of like it's going to be different, it's going to be different, it's going to be different, and he then called her once for like five minutes and then ghosted her for six weeks. After doing that, after she agreed to let him come to the graduation. That is what we're talking about. So when I say the, like, definition at the start, right, it's like, oh. (laughs) Dude, my, it's wild. You said that, I hadn't planned on talking about this at all, but my grandfather did that to my mother and both of her sisters. Yeah. My my grandfather, my my mom has two sisters. I love all three of them very much. And my grandfather wrote each of them ten page handwritten letters detailing every offense they'd ever done and explaining the same shit why I've been perfect and you've been a piece of shit. I'm a great father. You're a terrible daughter, yada, yada. One of them has not talked to him since. It's been years. Yeah. And the other two, my mom is actually in Florida right now trying to like mend the relationship and shit because my grandpa's like 94 and he's going to die soon. So like you kind of feel guilty or something. But like I, it's wild to hear you tell that story. I'm like, oh my God, that's exactly who my grandpa is. I, never, yeah. I didn't process it until like literally this moment. But that's exact, <laughs> in his mind, he's fucking perfect and everybody else has slighted him and that's, that's how the world works. There you go. And maybe that's what this is. That's what, maybe that's what narcissism is. It's such a hyperfixation on your own point of view that everything that has ever happened to you that has ever been negative is not your fault. You, you are so, your head is so far up your own ass that any mistake you've ever made was much like, like your little prayer thing or whatever the narcissist, it's everything is everyone else's fault always. So I will, um, I want to hear if E, e if you have, have, do you have any, and I'll give you the definition of narcissism, but have you had any experience with this? Well, yeah, Mo, like what obviously. We're talking about. <laughs> totally kidding. Totally. <laughs> Mo, I love you. I'm totally, totally kidding. It, that's funny because I, 
I much like Mo. I'm just like such the complete opposite of this. And I, I'm trying Absolutely. to think no. if. Well, not no, no. That's the theme of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's the point. Is yeah, that no. This sorry, is just yeah. me yeah. gaslighting y'all into thinking I'm like a piece of person. <laughs> the, fact, this whole time, this is all about me, baby. Yeah. But but no, it's it's. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that I've experienced anything quite like that. Um, I do have a small family, so maybe that's part of it. But I I would I can't imagine that being a part of a family unit, like what that would do to my perception of the roles that these people are supposed to play in my life. And it was interesting. You were talking all that and uh, we were joking about the Bible verse, but literally what came into my mind is what people say at every wedding, first Corinthians, where it's like, love keeps no record of wrongdoing. Oh, mm. I, like I that. love that pool. Damn, that's some that's Stephen Allen stuff right there, guys. Yeah, but dude, but that's that's some Eric level mental Rolodex just at, at the ready. Like he pulls that shit out like a holster. But yeah, that's that's the definition. Of, you know, that's that's how you're supposed to love other people. But that's the exact opposite of a narcissist. It's it's keeping score constantly so, trying. Yeah, go. Yeah, no, no, J- Joe, you're hitting on something that's I th- I think is fascinating. Is that like people think of this? I think because because you you only know it if you if you're around it. But you, unless you get real messed up, you don't go to therapy to like learn about it, right? So like, mm. it's actually a personality disorder. So it's it's a it's a mental illness, but it's a personality disorder. So there's like there's mental illness, and under the mental illness umbrella, there's personality disorder, right? Narcissist personality disorder um, is not a um, it's like a, like an actual disorder. This is just how they are, and this is the scariest thing to me, which I thought you would appreciate and be and be freaked out about, is that these it's not a chemical imbalance at all. It's not like depression or anxiety or something like that. This is just who they are. Yeah. They're just born this way. This is just And soul. they are just, well, it's maybe foreign, but like there's no chemical imbalance here. There's no drugs they can take. It's literally the only thing they can do is go to therapy and like realize it. And so, it, so what it makes it more, the most fucked up to me is that these people, it's not like they don't have a control, right? Like someone has depression or bipolar or schizophrenia or something like that, right? They can't actually control themselves to a point because their brain is literally producing certain chemicals that are making them act this way. But these people, brain's just fine. <laughs> they, just just wanna, they just want to treat people this way. They just want to win always. E, yeah, you, you know, it's interesting you're saying that. There's this book by John Ronson called The Psychopath Test. That is, this is making me think of that because the idea I think in a psychopath is that they have literally no empathy. Like they can't understand Mm. any other bodies, like other emotions, that kind of thing. But that is, I think, an actual imbalance thing. But what they do and what I'm guessing somebody with a narcissistic personality disorder would probably do is they essentially just fake it. Right? Yes. But narcissists fake it. To it sounds like to like achieve their own goals or to get what they want more or less. Yeah, would that so, be a fair assessment? Yeah, like the way the way I, like I don't I don't know a lot about autism, but I know autistic people, and that's how I kind of describe it to people is that like my buddy he's like I had to learn like when I didn't know when it was appropriate to smile. I had to kind of like look around and kind of like figure it out. And learn how to do it because innately in me, like I did not, I don't understand when I'm supposed to give a social cue and I have to learn that. Right. Hmm. So it's the same type of thing in that sense of like they're, yes, if they're going to, if they're going to improve, they have to do it through therapy and they have to do it like that. They have to be like, wait a second, 
I'm a narcissist. I'm viewing this through my lens of my disorder. Like I need to like think about this and like what is actually going on. And it takes it takes like a person that actually cares about. It's interesting because like I don't actually fully blame it all on them because I think it's how you're raised a lot that that breeds this. Because um, there can be but, healthy narcissists, right? Like, but if that's true, then you and Lauren would both be narcissists because you were raised by narcissists. That's a great point. That's a great point. That's a but great that, point. But that's okay. not necessarily true because we don't inherit every part of our yeah, genetic fair, makeup, our parent personalities, or anything like that, right? Like, yeah, it's some there is some sort of nature that we are, right? There is, and like it's like, yeah, but that Joe, I mean, that's I mean, like. How can you treat your child that way? Fuck. You know, me. like, I don't know. How can you treat your child but, that way? Yeah, it's just like, how? I'm thinking about my grandpa and like, how do you sit down and write that kind of shit? How do you sit? I mean, just like uh, that, that video that I sent to you guys today and we were kind of talking about it or whatever, that guy who's being interviewed and he's like, no, I, I am a narcissist. I, I cannot have friends. I use everything, everyone around me, I use to leverage for a position or for personal gain. And and having watched that video, A, he's more self-aware than I imagine most narcissists would be, or at least would be willing to admit. But B, it reminded me of a coworker who, honestly, dude, if you're listening, I'm glad you got fired. I don't know what you want me to say, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm so glad you got fired because he was. Every single interaction with this person would eventually come back in a way that was just like, well, bro, we were just, I was like six beers deep. I just said something offhanded about whatever. And then like, you're going to use that like and, and try to wedge this shit between me and the other person or like yeah. literally stealing orders but that's just did work he, shit that did he kind of do like this like when an incident happened he would go that didn't happen well okay wait, it did happen but if it did it oh, wasn't that bad every time and he was caught it was, in a lie it was like oh yeah no totally but also like kind of they deserved it or kind of it, it was always just i mean just yeah. like anybody just like when you get caught in a lie i mean when my kids do that they try to back out of it a little bit or then back out of it a little bit more and then eventually you find like you know yeah but it's it's the same idea that the, uh, the, that just sitting down and enjoying someone's company can't be done. You are constantly thinking about yourself and your own gains and your, your own progress so much that you can't even just enjoy people's conversation because you're trying to win or whatever the so fuck. So that's, Joe, that's because, I mean, I don't know if this person's a narcissist, but a lot to, a lot of the times it's actually the opposite experience that I've, when I've talked to people, hmm. it's people don't actually notice because people, they won't, either they, like narcissists have what's called, um, Shit, I wrote this down on my email. It's a uh, supply. Oh, narcissist supply. That's what it is. Um, and what it is is it's a like it's it's attention seeking behavior that's either positive or negative, right? That they seek out, right? And it's a form of where did I find it? It was on. Okay, here's from this. Yeah, I have. This is like one of the things I pulled up a, a tab. Uh, Narcissistic supply is a form of psychological addiction where the narcissist requires and even demands limitless special treatment, admiration, importance, or validation to feed their sense of entitlement and self-centeredness. Um, it's how they cope with the world, making it a place for them to thrive. All right. So what happens is, is once a narcissist, like once they, okay, Lauren's dad, right? He was doing all this in the shadows, right? He's treating her like this for 26 years in the shadows. He wasn't doing this. Uh, out in public he wasn't going around abusing the world that's the worst thing that a narcissist would do because their self-worth would be like i would never no i'm a good person so they only do the only time you truly see them is when they're uh either at home or on vacation so you'll talk to narcissists and mm. you'll talk to people that have narcissists in their life like family members and they're like eh. oh and holiday like okay at home or on the vacation you ask someone who has a narcissist in their family 
how's your uh, holiday holiday season going? How's holidays with all the family together and that one person that literally comes there and just has to ruin the entire thing? You're like, oh my god, they're awful. That's because that's where they feel the most at home. Simultaneously, vacation. They're awful. Like anyone that's a narcissist that goes on vacation, it's it's literally like a nightmare being with that person because that's where they show their true colors. Because hmm. why? Because no one can see them. They're not. Oh, yeah. this is off the this is off record. This is off the whatever. grid, man. They're on vacation, yeah. buddy. No one's gonna. No see one's this. paying attention. They, my coworkers, my friends, my family aren't seeing this. So yeah. I can be rude as shit to the bartender or the the, the waitress mm. or the, the you know person on the plane, whatever. So it's got to be like I don't know, like with your your coworker, but who knows, like what kind? Because you know you can you can have narcissistic narcissistic traits, but not be a narcissist, but like. I'm talking about like the Lauren's dad example of like yeah. I don't know if I don't know if your coworker was that because they wouldn't let you close is what I'm saying like they no, all, they're very charismatic <laughs> they're, the they're very like charismatic they're very like like their worst nightmare is that people will see who they actually are yeah right? the show is more important than being real because they're a great person and they've told themselves this and they are a great person and if people actually see how they act in home or see. Well, then they'll just do the narcissist prayer. Well, that didn't happen. If it did, yeah. it wasn't that bad. If it was, you know. It wasn't my fault, et cetera. So, so how long have you been? All right, let's start here. What made you get into therapy in the first place? How did you first recognize this in your own, you know, self or family or, you know, whatever? I did like, um, shoot, I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, extreme anxiety, uh, crippling <laughs> anxiety and, and awful, awful ADHD. That, and age like twenty three. I'm just, just oh. ish. When did because like when we were in high school, we didn't talk about this, obviously, because we were talking about Jesus. Yeah, that's when we were when in college, we didn't abused, talk about this because yeah. we were drunk. That's when always. you're getting abused too. You don't like like. Until you, you're did out, you feel that way in high school? Like what, what, when you look back, no. was it? Like, was it? I didn't feel no, I mean that like way. now. When you looking back in high school, oh it my was, god, it was, fuck yes, hell yes, it was a nightmare. Was, I would never wish it on anyone. Like it was, yeah, it was terrible. But like, Jesus. But I didn't. I didn't know because you don't know any better. You don't it's know. normal. I, I, you think yeah. it's normal. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think what happened. It, it's. I mean, I should have researched this, but there comes a point like where you're like, you reach adulthood, and you, if it's in the case of like Lauren, she had a family member and family members to support her, right? That loved her and stuff like that. And they could like. But when in the case of me, like when your dad's not there, and then like you have other people in your life that are like like this to you then you're like, shit, like, I don't, you, you figure out later. Or you don't figure mm-hmm. out at all, and then you become yeah, that a very, you become very toxic and defensive in relationships because you, your, only, your only interaction with people that care about you have been this, have been the guy that emailed you on Christmas telling you how horrible you are. You know? <laughs> like, how can, yes. you, how, can you for, how can you formulate, like, what it is to be in a relationship and have that so you gotta basically the thing is getting the gunk out is what my therapist says getting um the gunk out getting it all out man getting that all that stuff that like like y- you go back to because you experienced you gotta you gotta go relive it to get it out so you gotta go back into your past like acknowledge what happened to you and then be like all right like i'm gonna i'm gonna feel it again and then tell it how bad it was and then say fuck you or say like, you know, and then mo- then you can actually cathartically move on. So yeah, I, to but to answer your question, man, now I'm ranting. The answer no, to your good. question, and dude, I'm sober. 
<laughs> I no, so, I know. No, I. I, I the thing so is, I know. I'm well aware. You, you are more like eloquent. Uh, so the like when I realized it was when I met Lauren. Who? So the re, the way it happens is you will meet somebody, right? Like um, I know a, a couple where she had two really good parents. He had one mentally ill uh, mom and like not like narcissistic dad. Not not that bad but he's definitely got he's on the spectrum of some some way and he only noticed it when she was like he only be able to notice it because she saw how she grew up when they were married and was like dude like i don't know why are you reacting this way and also like what why when you when we get into these fights why do you react so explosively when i'm able to to not and then usually they're able to like balance it out. And sometimes that's how it happens with like partners and stuff like that. It's how it happened for me. Like I met Lauren and then she was like, "Eh, not going to say anything, but (laughs) there's a couple things that she she was very good about. She just asked questions. So she lawyered you essentially. Well, no, she got me to therapy because I was not going to fucking go to therapy and I wasn't going to take medicine. That was bullshit. And I needed to work. And it was going to affect my work. So she got me to therapy and then like in therapy, I kind of like figured it out. But you can have a bad therapist too. Like it took me a little while to get through it. So this is like your early 30s-ish? Um, Late 20s, whatever? I started going to therapy like, yeah, in my third, like when I turned 30, I think. But I didn't really go to like trauma, like this type of therapy until like 30... 34 but those are shaky because i actually don't know how old i am right now i think i'm 37 <laughs> what do you mean you don't know how old you i are? thought <laughs> i i think i'm 37 but i my birthday what? my birthday was just now and like i like just a couple like a week ago yeah. and i was like i was like oh man i'm excited to be 38 doesn't like, that make whatever. it I'm easier like, yeah i would have thought no like, lauren was like vance you're not 38 you're 37, 37. You're yeah 37 and i was like Oh, I, I thought I was good 37 this whole time. That's awesome. That's <laughs> you got a year back. You didn't fair. know about <laughs> To be fair, I told Raiden the same thing. It was, it's been a minute or whatever. I think I was 34 at the time, but he asked me how old I was. And I said I was 35. And Sarah was like, no, you're not. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you hold on. I had to do the math. I was like, hold on, 86, 2000. Oh, shit, I'm right. I'm sorry. And so, I mean, to be fair, I, I'm not even mad at you for that yeah. laugh that I realized I've done it. That's, that's, that's totally fair. Therapy is how you find out, Joe. That's how yeah. you find out. That's just, it, it's just wild. So, I mean, this person in your life, would you ever confront him or her about any of this? Or is that part of it? That's the hardest, most, like, that's one of the hardest things you'll ever do in life, but also one of the most satisfying things in the world. It's like at the same time. Because. So you, so you have confronted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like that, if you're going to move on from this person, if they're this bad, if they're writing you on Christmas that you're a terrible person type bad, right? Or doing that shit for 20 some odd years. If they're that type of person, the only way to heal is to cut them out of your life. And the only way to cut them out of your life is to tell them why you're doing it, right? And what they did and why you're doing it and and like lay out the reasons. Damn. How did they take it when you laid out the reasons? I mean, give a shit. <laughs> they didn't care Serious. at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's fine. They never, dude. So, they, do they acknowledge that they no. could be like this? Right? They don't at all. They're like, you're crazy, right? 
No, they're no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah I'm curious. Like, how does they that would that never be? Yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah. Go. They're so hurt. Okay. They're so hurt, but they've given so much to you uh, that they, yeah, that they, they get up have, on their own cross and they're like, they uh, have okay. paid uh, for all your stuff. They cared for you. They fed you. They sent you to college. They did all these great things for you, and you're going to turn around and you're going to accuse them of these things that didn't happen. Uh, they just go through the nar- literally is through the yeah, narcissist yeah, prayer. It's like I, that didn't happen. If it did, it wasn't that bad. Uh, if it was that bad, it wasn't my fault. Like they literally yeah. just go through the whole thing. That's um, the whole conversation. And then they, and then they wash their hands and then they're done. And they're like, whatever, it's fine, it's cool. Unless they it, maybe mm-hmm. want attention again, but. In my in my situation, it's not going to happen. Like I don't think. Like Lauren, like Lauren, her dad, like like would like reach out, right? Like, and I, I feel like I know. I think he did one time. I don't like. He did. He reached out one more time after like six years and was like, "Hey," and tried again. And then he was like, "All right, fine. I'll just give yeah, up." You I guess. Clearly, don't care. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting because my question that would be like, does having a child then change that about them? But it wouldn't because of this situation right because they are like this yeah i think it makes it worse honestly i i think like it, it validates it like fuels the thing unless so, they take, get a handle on it so j- just with specifically advanced with you and, and the person in your life here do you think they go through life in just like a happy-go-lucky I'm awesome. Everybody else sucks like just bliss I, I, is that how I'm taking it or do I guess the question is, are they truly unaware or are they aware and just so callous they don't give a fuck? It's, and I, I don't know if that's even really a difference. Yeah, that's but a good what, what do you think? At least just because you can't speak for everybody, but just in your specific case, which do you think it is? Well, there's actually a scientific. I know there's a scientific answer for this. Like, and I'm pretty sure what the scientific answer is. That question doesn't. It's not a proper question. Yeah, it's just nothing. They, none of that registers. They can't. It's not about that. It's just this is who they are, and this is this is who they are, and it's not like they're going through life feeling any sort of emotion one way or the other. It's just this is how it is, hmm. um, and it's like, which also involves intense like, like I'm the best person in the world thinking in the world, but also like subconscious and 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 horrible probably like like subconscious fear about people finding out who they actually are and then denying it through their own narcissism right it's fascinating that just just triggered a memory and i can cut this out this is how no this is how it happens dude this is how you i started like i didn't know like i didn't i want to hear like joe say that story but this this brought up one of the points is that i didn't know any of this stuff happened yeah i had no clue i had no clue until i started getting therapy and i was like That's a horrible memory that I completely blocked out since I was eight years old. Wow, that is horrific. Okay. <laughs> this this person uh, in your life, I did not spend a ton of time with. But this particular memory, and I'll delete this if you tell me to, so don't worry. I about don't it. care, dude. We were riding uh, in, a, in a vehicle, and you and I had, had requested to go to a pool. And this person was like, now nah, that pool's oh, closed. Yes. And you were like, how? I, I'm pretty sure it's not. It's like it's 2 o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> and... In that moment, I remember this person, you could feel this person realize that they, they bluffed yeah. and they were probably wrong. And now two children are about to expose this bluff and I can't have that happen. So I'm going to double down. And the double down was <laughs> I'm an elite athlete. 
I know every pool in the city and the hours of operation. Yep. And I remember sitting there just like, what the fuck are they talking? To? And this was pre-Google, like this was pre-smartphones. Like I couldn't, like we couldn't prove this person wrong. Yeah, so yeah. we just accepted it. And in their mind, they carried on their day going, I won. They never knew. They never saw through my veil. They never pierced my armor. Meanwhile, we're both sitting there like, what the? It's two fucking o'clock on a Saturday. Guaranteed it's open. Why would you bluff this? But that's, Wait, Joe, there's it's not, no logic no, there. It's, it's not, just, I'm right. I'm, I'm, oh, they're wrong. I, they didn't pierce my veil. It's, ah, I'm such a good person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, ah, I killed that, right? Nailed ah. it. <laughs> God, but that's relaxing. what I mean. That must be nice to go through life like that. Like, it, yeah. it, it, disregarding all of the fallout and the, the damage you're doing to everybody else in the entire world. But they don't that care. must be nice to wake up thinking I'm the shit, go to bed thinking I'm the shit, take a shit and think that's the best shit that's ever been taken. I'm such the shit. That must be nice, I think. Yeah, it's interesting because I think there are some parts of, like, I think sometimes we think of narcissism and we're like, oh, well, it'd actually be good to have that sort of confidence or to, like, mm-hmm. you know, care about myself enough to want to do X, Y, or Z. But it's this goes so much further than that, right? But I I do wonder sometimes if we as like some people, and I wonder if I'm like this, like I'm conscious enough to not want to be that way that maybe I don't do things that I should do. Do you think that is something Mm. that happens to people? Oh, yeah, for sure. Guaranteed. That's a great point. To 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 be in such a state of defiance to that, like I don't want to be an asshole, so like I I purposefully degrade myself or 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 just don't take care of my you know whatever whatever that is. That's which is, a, that's a which great is point. why you can't fathom this concept. Like it's it's um, it's like it's kind of hard to like wrap your brain around. It's hard to wrap my brain around. Like I don't yeah. understand. How I can look at Otto and be like. Hey, bro, this is how you fucked up, bro. I treated you so well, you piece of shit. You fucking piece of shit. So wild. My mom showed me the letter that my grandpa wrote her, and that was, I mean, he didn't say those words, but that was quite literally the tone. You ungrateful, miserable cretin, you are so far below me. I did everything for you, and you still turned out shitty because of you, not because of me. It was so self-righteous. It was unbelievable. And then imagine, dude, and imagine the real letter that a real person would write, like that you would write to Raiden. Oh, my God. I find it so hard. Beautiful, like, thing. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. No, no, no. I'm just making sure I'm looking around. I'm just making sure. I find it so oh. hard. I have to whisper just in case because they're awake. I find it so hard to lie to them about parents. Turn off your shit. If your kids are with you, turn off your shit. I find it so hard to lie to them about like Santa Claus and shit. Really? I find that so hard to do because it hurts me. I know, I'm fully aware that I am lying. I know it's for the best and I know it's all fun and I know there's nothing wrong with this and I'm not going to lie to them about something important. But God, it, 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 there is a weird, bittersweet moment. When I when he asks me questions and I have to string this along, I can't imagine to go, to go f- any further than that would would crush me. Yeah, it would crush. But me. they wouldn't think they're lying, right? Like that's the thing. Is like, it yeah, hurt and, and I know they're never going to hold this against me, but I'm still well aware that like your mom did all this. Like, trust me, your mom did literally 98 percent of this shit. And, I just showed up. That's and, it. And now I'm thinking, like, now I'm thinking, like, of course, e, of course, you have no interaction with these people. You would never ever be around a person like this you'd be uh, like oh, I'm, I'm out <laughs> yeah I'm that's good. very true right but like do you as somebody who grew up near somebody like this do you think you are more attracted to people who have this personality trait or do you think it's just something you see sometimes and it rings as more normal to you than it might to me mm-hmm. let's say mm-hmm. it yeah. is literally the i 
avoid this like I avoid like it's literally life or death. I would if there was one one trait of this in somebody, I would never get close to them at all. And if I was like like even in like a war context, if I see something and I'm like, oh hell no, no 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 no, I'm good, I'm good, see ya, bye bye. That is uh, I'm not gonna name any of my customers' names, but that I have. So many, and my my. Oh, I was thinking the same thing, dude. And my Clients my chi- and like literally feeding my lawyers. children depends on playing along with these people who have blamed me for things that are so far outside of my control. That blame me for FedEx fucking up. And I'm like, you know, I don't work for FedEx, right? They're like, yeah, but you chose. I'm like, oh my fucking god. And but that's that. Like the more I hear all of this, I'm like, I, I got like seven, eight dudes in my head. I'm like, that's exactly what you are, yeah. and it's why they rose to but, the top of their sales profession yeah, but because you can have like you can have those traits though i don't i don't want people to come away with yeah, this thinking no. like like you can be an you, asshole yeah. without being a true narcissist it's, but it's you not. can be what like some this guy i was gonna plug his podcast but i fucking forgot his name i will like i'll text let down later. look ahead check it out everybody uh, let down look <laughs> that is ahead not, but it's, we're coming it back guys we're coming back check it out uh the um uh, but he's a he's a he's a narcissist but he's a narcissist that had realized he was a narcissist and has gone to a, a ton of therapy and now does a podcast on it. It's it's fascinating. I bet man. that's interesting. Oh actually. my god, it's fascinating. So he says that he's like, all right, people don't like we shouldn't use this like narcissist, 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 right? There's narcissists and there's toxic people. Right? Okay. There's yeah. true narcissists like 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 the people that Lauren and I grew up with, and then there's toxic people. Those are toxic people. So like and parsing that out, maybe you could if you like sit down and study them, right? But like, I, I I agree with that because I don't like this. I feel like sometimes it like minimizes what tr- people who have to actually deal with true true narcissists have to go through. Like when mm. um like when President Trump got elected. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean America's so actually, best day? Yeah, on America's ever, number one conservative podcast. You mean the beginning. Of a beautiful form. Oh, yeah. Of the revolution. Of the dynasty. Of yeah. the dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> of the Trump dynasty. He's going to be president again. Nah, he's going to go to jail. Thank God. But that's no. a separate thing. Joe? He's God damn it. He's going to jail. Please fucking please send his ass to jail. I mean, Joe, I mean, he, no did he did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. It's gone, dude. The know, hope is gone. Nothing. Fucking, no one. Nothing matters anymore. I know. It's fucking ridiculous. It doesn't matter. You know who else? Uh, speaking of Trump, what's weird is you know how they picture Trump on some of those vans, like they put him on the body of like Rocky, or like they put him on the body of some like jacked professional wrestler that like they put his like old weird face. It's almost as if his fans are willing to let him be a narcissist. It's almost like they want him to be this like World Wrestling Federation style like superhuman looking person. Like they want it, and that brings us guys to this week's quiz. Everybody, oh about- wow. What- about a World Wrestling Federation champion, Lex yeah, Luger, yeah. a.k.a. the Narcissist, okay. everybody. Get excited. How many titles, and, he, and, and bear in mind, I'm combining WCW and WWF because he was in both. How many World Heavyweight Championships did he have or get, or how many times did he hold the belt? Mm. So okay, you're wait, talking wait, wait. the main belt. He's not like intercontinental. Yeah, not the, he had a couple of side okay. championships and a couple of little like intercontinental. I'm, not, I'm talking the heavyweight championship of WCW plus the heavyweight championship of then WWF. How many combined titles did this guy have? Who's the who's the wrestler again? I'm Lex sorry. Luger. Oh man, the narcissist. Sports, crime sports, crime sports. Yeah, do you remember this one? That's what oh. helped me remember all this shit. God, I re I re listened today. He was a piece of shit. That's a whole different thing. Okay, I want to say I want to say five. I'm gonna say four. Three, oh, two wow. in the WCW and one in the WWF. What uh, did he currently, do? What was his crime? 
dude, I forget. I, I only watched. I, I skipped to the uh, just the crime part, or, or just to the just to the uh, to the end part because there's a couple. Of, no, he did terrible shit, and to his wife, he was a really really yeah, bad yeah. person. He's not a, not a, a lot of wrestlers. Turns out it doesn't matter. That's not the point of this quiz. What famous wrestler, current day right now, uh, Lex Luger and this wrestler or ex wrestler whatever are both still heavily involved in the World Wrestling. Uh, I think it's Association or Entertainment or whatever the hell it is now. But they are both heavily involved and they're still really really good friends. What is Lex Luger's current right now? best friend who used to be a wrestler uh snooker jimmy's dead right, well they could then, still man. be friends joe <laughs> god i loved him Don't he's be such a superfly snooker yeah he, he was wrestling in like the 50s and 60s speaking no, like of 70s. that yeah. challenge i'm throwing out the gauntlet again <laughs> I, my challenge go. is gone here un, we go is god un I, I don't i haven't heard back from anybody in the religious yeah. i put camp. it out there I put it out there, especially on the uh, especially on the Blake Taylor episode, because I assumed that a lot of HP folk would be listening. So I, I threw that out there to Rubio, yes. but no response yet. No response. Anyways, wait, who no, is wait, his current no, best friend? It's, who is it? it's Stephen Steve, Allen. Yeah. It's it's Jonathan Spencer. It's yep. ca- it's it's cage it's cage match. It's they have to be, pretend like they're in a wheelchair and they have to keep face and have to stab them in the legs and they have you to have be like. You have no idea how prescient what you just said is. But now then, <laughs> what famous wrestler, Lex Luger's friend? Uh, Hogan. I'll just say Hogan so we have a name. It's not a bad guess. Vance, do you want to throw a guess? Oh, you uh, it's Wait, uh, one, one of the, um, one of those guys that were in the family of, of wrestlers, like the Texas people from Texas. Uh, good Dusty guess. Rhodes. Sting. Oh, Sting? Sting, okay. actually. Sting oh. and Lex I believe are, local uh, Austin besties. Sting, by the way. Is that right? I Is think he he's here. I think he's here. What? At his peak, how much could Lex Luger bench press? Jesus. Ooh. 450. I was gonna say five thirty. There are rumors that it was up to six hundred. The oh only conf- the only video to confirm anything is him bench pressing four hundred and five pounds, and he reps it out five times real fucking easy. Like well, the I've, fifth I one, he's that, like, I watched that. The fifth one, he's getting a little tired or whatever, but he could easily do more. I, like, I, count, <laughs> I counted the weights wrong, so I thought it was four fifty, but it's four hundred five. All right. Yep, that's it. it, that's it. it I'm gonna give you the credit. I'm gonna give you the point there. Can't watch that. Can give you the point there. Can't watch that. Right now, last question. Last question. The weights. How much? How much can Lex Luger bench press today? Four hundred five. I was gonna say three thirty. He's dead to me. Uh, slightly less. He can bench press zero because he's paralyzed from the waist down, oh, everybody. Tough. So, or Vance, you can either th- throw or him on your challenge gauntlet. Throw or, him on your challenge about, gauntlet, you know, bro. Another we're about paralyzed to find guy. Out. We're about You're going to gonna f- fight Lex Luger. <laughs> yeah, Vance, Vance okay, is all like, I've so seen a lot Jonathan, of spinals, dude. All right. So, yeah, Jonathan Spencer <laughs> and Steve Allen have to be in wheelchairs pretending to be paralyzed. And then they have to take punches to the legs and stay in character. Right? But Lex like, Luger and Greg Abbott... Yeah, they, they're their ringmen. They, they they're, fight, they're, right? They yeah. fight. And then I come in, and I just... And I'm the devil, and we'll see who wins. I just come oh, in I as get, the devil. Well, naturally, because you, you, you play options, but that's for a yeah, different yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you find yourself <laughs> noticing, like... Uh, Noticing that you purposefully, I mean, kind of what Eric already said, but do you ever hesitate doing anything because you're like, oh, God, I don't want to go down that road? Do you ever find yourself like, I don't want to be too egotistical or too, you know, whatever here? Do you ever find yourself doing like, like questioning yourself just in general? Who doesn't live their life like that? <laughs> it's a really reasonable question. Who like, are these people? Yeah. Walk, I know who they are. I've met them. <laughs> That's how normal people act. They question themselves. They think, hmm. How did I treat that person correctly or did I not? 
<laughs> so yeah, I can think about it a fair bit. Now, when it comes to auto, fuck that piece of shit. <laughs> Ungrateful little bastard. I'm writing no, a letter why. right now. <laughs> right, every birthday, give him a new letter. Sure, he can't read it yet, but that's fine. He'll yeah. get to it. Well, just email <laughs> him. So you got an email address for him, right? Uh, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Send yeah, him up an email. Just start his Twitter it. handle and everything. <laughs> but no, maybe that's what. It, maybe that's like a, kind of one of the the main keys of narcissism is that you never question yourself. Like you don't. You don't. That's yeah, the number one tenet. God, again, I just. Well, I mean, just for a day. If you knew it was only going to be for one day. Would you want to go through that day? Oh my god, like, no! Treat people like that, but just for if you, but but you're so unaware that you're treating them like that. I, I feel like that's part of the narcissist, or are narcissists aware they're being dicks? It's because I feel like they yeah. they're not. The question is, are if you didn't know it, would you yeah. be okay with being shitty to everyone? Blissfully unaware like, of how shitty traumatizing you are. everyone around you, <laughs> but you didn't know about it, so it's cool. That's I don't know. Actually, an interesting question, like. Because that sort of gets into that weird question of like, is morality based off knowledge of wrongdoing yeah, yeah. or is it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. something that's inherent? And where does like a narcissistic personality fall into that? Because if we say it's not their fault, like how See, much I are think... they to blame? But I, I wouldn't say that that's the case because you still have to consciously choose mm-hmm. to do certain yeah. things, right? Yeah, can we say that narcissists are blameless? Like we, I, I don't think any of us could. Yeah. But is that is uh, that even idea? Uh, I, I mean, like, can, can you say they're blameless? Like, if they don't know how shitty they're being, is it really their fault? I don't. I mean, is that true for anybody? To, Not even just the, narcissists, the answer, just okay. humans. So, so my answer is, I was trying to find a way to say this, not cursing. There's fucking right and wrong. Yeah, right? I like, think that's ultimately me, what it is, right? Morality exists in yeah. very binary scale. There's fucking right and there's fucking wrong. If you're doing wrong because you have a chemical imbalance and can't control it, sure. If you're doing wrong because you're just a fucked up person, fuck you. Become a not fucked up person. But could we could we say that being born a fucked up person wasn't their choice? Could, could we take it that deep? Joe, my choice was not to go through what I went through, right? I could have been in this relationship with Lauren and being a shitty, shitty person. Like, not shitty. I wasn't a shitty person. But, like, f- flown off the handle at stuff I wasn't – be defensive when I'm not supposed to. Do all these traits that, like, comes from this trauma. I could have chosen to do that. But I – like, because I didn't even know what happened to me. I literally didn't even know what happened to me. I had to go to therapy and be like, oh, I remember these things, right? But I could have done that. I could have just been like, and me and Lauren would still be married in 50 years from now, right? We, we still would. It did, wouldn't change who I am as a person. But I was like, wait a second. I'm doing these shitty things. Why am I doing these shitty things to someone that I care about? Maybe, hmm. I don't know. Or you can even be like, for the narcissist, you could be like, wait a second, wait a second. Treat it like a binary thing. This is daughter. I am father. Yeah. I'm supposed to protect daughter. Yeah. Like, that's very binary. It's, it's real why, simple. Why am I not protecting daughter? Maybe I should look into this. So yeah, Asking why am I is never going. Yeah, well, just like, you know, I think, like, on a meta sense, we have a responsibility, like, sometimes to do the right thing, right? Like, no matter how hard it is for us to do, or if it's easy for us to do, if it comes natural, or if we have to work really, really hard at it, there is some... Mm-hmm. Like, to go back to last week, expectation of ourselves, right? That we need to do the right thing by ourselves and by the people around us. And, 
sometimes doing the right thing by ourselves is doing the right thing for people around us, even if we don't feel like it is. That just gave me goosebumps. That was like the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that was... After last week's episode, I was like, E, I need you to talk more. Like, you're, you're, you're clearly like just... It, you're a smooth motherfucker, but Vance and I are just so loud we drown you out. Well, you're nar- he's, an, he's a narcissist. Yeah, that's well, the Jesus. thing. It's really it's it's. I just say it to myself, and I'm the only one that matters. So <laughs> if you think about that's it, that's what like, totally yeah. what a narcissist would have said. But that's the beautiful thing is like it genuinely. That's that's the difference is is the idea of asking myself why am I like this? Why am I not you know performing up to standard? Why am I not? There, that's not a thing I would imagine in a narcissist's mind questioning your own abilities or questioning your own decisions. That why would you? No, Definitely because, was the right decision because I made it. So if I made it, it must be right. Because if you did, how could you live with yourself? Yeah, you couldn't. If you if you if, if you're if and you're you type could, of person then who does you're that. that type of person. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's basically yeah. That's, that's kind uh, of the definition. One of the things I did want to talk about, so, so we don't go too long, is I wanted to bring up the fact that like the reason why I think that a lot of people don't understand narcissism is because there's it's literally a split fifty fifty. It's and Joe, you yeah, earlier you were talking about Trump and how they put like him in like. Like like Rocky and like yeah, literally on Rocky's yeah. body. So he is one one side, right? He's the grandiose narcissist. Grandiose narcissists act like Trump. Literally, just take Trump, yeah. our leader, our fearless leader. We love him so much. Soon he is king. a grandiose narcissist. There's a fifty fifty like like divide. Half of the other narcissists are vulnerable narcissists. They're sneaky. They're in the shadows, man. You don't actually do. Yeah, dude. They draw less attention to themselves in public settings, but like they hold this high expectations for how they should be treated. Like this narcissistic, like totally like how they should be treated and like what they deserve. Right. And it's sneaking. It's low key, but it's just as horrible. And like, that's why, man, that's a, is that, was that a it's almost one podcast? Worse. It's almost worse. It's if almost you, if it's, you're sneaky about it. But, at least Trump, we at least he at least doesn't lie about who he is. You are well aware. I mean, he lies a lot. He, you are well aware that he's an overly braggadocious. You can see it. Bag. It's, it's see blatant. It. It's written across everything. But the the other side, that's a that's a scare. That's a snaky side. Yeah, it'd be much it, harder to diagnose and to know what is happening. In yeah, that sense, I yeah. would think right. Van, yes. So Vance, for you, which was the person in your life? Mine How, was were they. Uh, like so vulnerable, like the most vulnerable the of vulnerable. Style. They are the most sneaky of sneaky. Uh, Lawrence so was the most grandiose of grandiose, uh, right? So like you knew, like yeah. So it's it's different, but but the thing is, they treat you just the same. They yeah, literally, shit. it's it's yeah. actually fascinating how they've studied it, and like they all do the exact same thing. That's to crazy. Everyone, it's 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 crazy, dude. It blows my mind a little bit. Like the exact same things that Lauren went through, I went through. In a little twist, right? There's like little, like twist, like a little, like flare on top, right? That 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 he that that she had. Yeah, those signature in. moves. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But like, it's the exact same, and it's it's kind of crazy. That blew my mind, and the fact that like they're addicted to this too, because that was the the, the thing I was I brought up before the narcissist supply of like they they are they need this thing, and if they don't get it, they're gonna lash out. And they're going to lash out to the people they care about the most. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's a question then. Like, would you say then that this person in your life created scenarios sometimes for this to apply? Or do you think no. it just happened all the time? No, like no, no. They don't, no, they don't like create scenarios. They 
do this 24-7. So they're going to do it in any scenario, at any time, whatever they put themselves in. But no, I don't think they think... They don't think that... They're st- like, okay, I have a limited supply, but they're kind of stupid. Like, hmm. emotion, like really, really dumb in a certain way, right? Of like, they're so self-absorbed and so into themselves that they'll do really dumb stuff that you're like, oh, you didn't have to do that, like... Like you did, that was pretty stupid. Yeah, you made it worse, but you no, didn't no, no. realize it. No, no, more like, like what you just said, Joe. Remember the, the example you used? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cool. know there every single no reason for that. Like, That's the dumbest argument I've ever heard yeah. in my entire life. It's so obviously like a you're lie. so dumb. But yeah, then, that, but that you know, is really it's dumb. like it's, it, yeah. it was really dumb. I can't really like dumb. no disrespect to that per- well, so that's that's that person. So that's the whatever. So but that was that's the last thing I was going to talk about. Is that. No, it's not because now I, I did scroll okay. back through our texts. Right, right. You said uh, when you said you want to do this topic, and I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want to, yada yada, blah blah blah. And you're like, it's a topic that has a ton of fud, uh, which is fear, uncertainty, and doubt surrounding it because yay religion. So what does that mean? Okay, so that's like a little tiny minority of the, what we're talking about. Go back and listen to 48 minutes of this podcast, and like that's the actual thing. I do think that in America, like I think that some like some. It's not as prevalent in like the zeitgeist because of our Puritan background, but that's who cares about that? I don't want to talk about that because I'm. A, I care I'm about a, that. I'm a staunch. I'm very intrigued about that. I'm a staunch Christian, Joe. Well, yeah, it's America's number one most conservative podcast. I think we all know that. And honor thy honor thy father. I said futter. And I heard mother. futter. <laughs> honor thy futter and mohair. Butter. Well, you said and fud, mohair. and I was thinking fud. I was going to fear and certainty, doubt. Okay, I need to... But I, I'm still confused by... The, how does the religion... So, like, just the idea of, of going to therapy is despised by religion? Or the idea that it exists? Can I take Can a guess really... here, Vance? Yeah, go ahead. Because, yeah. like, I think that would be more fun than Vance just explaining it. Like, is it <laughs> possible, though, that, like... So, if you're saying that it's based off, like, this Puritan religious idea, then I is the idea, then, that there's something else at the center of your focus... Or that we're living for? Is that what you mean by that? Or is it like... No, I'm more talking about like the zeitgeist as a whole. Like the whole like perception of this whole topic is in America influenced by this a little bit. That's what I'm saying. It's like the fact that honor thy father and mother, the fact that, that we came from that and that it's unquestionable. Uh, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unquestionable. Like it's, it's literally a Ten Commandment, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you do not question them. And, but here's the thing. I don't blame people because here's the thing. Most people grow up with parents like Joe and Sarah. His kid had a nightmare and he like stayed up with their kid and like hung out with them and is a good person, right? So most people grow up like that. So the idea that you wouldn't do that doesn't make any sense because like why this person that loves me like unconditionally and showed me so much love in my life, why would I treat them like, like why would I not respect them? I just remembered you told me this person in your life wouldn't comfort you after nightmares. I forgot that was a thing. You told me that once. Oh, you well, went down there to be comforted for a nightmare and dude, they said, go back to your room. That's not, that's, that's literally. That's like the most B that, minus. That's the most, yeah, that, no, that's like D like minus. PG, that's D yeah, minus it's like, shit, it's, dude. That's, that's like low level. But that's, that's what I mean. It, it's fucking staggering. But just the concept, even to divert from narcissism for a second, because it's a very interesting thing you just brought up, the idea of honor thy father and mother. Still to this day, my mom won't talk shit about her dad. When everything I just said, and I have dozens of other examples of, he's just a blatant fucking racist, and, and whatever, she still won't talk shit about him. Yeah. Whereas, like, I, I will openly talk shit about him. Love you, Grandpa. Thanks for listening. I, <laughs> but, like, either way, I will, I like, if, if you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit, man. And if, if you're racist, you're racist, so fuck you. But she won't say that because she was raised honor thy father and mother. 
Yeah. And it was just an older school thing. And it certainly go back four or five generations. You questioned your mom and dad, you'd literally get beaten for it. I mean, it, probably not even five generations, probably just like two or three. You'd literally get physically and, abused and it, if you questioned your father or mother. Joe, you took the bait so well. And it's almost like, so this is a Ten Commandment, right? It's almost like a narcissist fucking <laughs> set up this whole goddamn system and said, don't question me. Don't, if you apply, wow. if you apply all this stuff to God. So I God's know. a narcissist. How is he not? I mean. How is he the, not? The, the God that I think I maybe believe in sometimes and the God that Eric has expressed belief in definitely is not. But the one of the very staunch strict Honor thy father and mother no matter the, what. The strict, staunch Southern Baptist interpretation. Uh, it's hard to disagree with what you just said. It's really hard to disagree with what you just said if we're, if we're really going here. E, well, here's a question I'm not the one to defend it here. You though, are. Like, do you think your children should have any inherent respect for you as their parents is the only respect they have for you what you have earned from them right (laughs) no yeah uh uh, some see that's that's a good question right some by grace of just just how i view the world that's a good point that's a good question well i mean because vance because from your point of view your your person had very little respect for you so to give any respect back i I totally understand very little that's hilarious I mean, I'm trying to give. I'm trying to give her as much. I can't. I fuck it. I can't. Anyways, at least, at least from my point of view, e that's a tough question because, I mean, yes, at least to some extent, I want there to be an inherent respect. But I have always given that as well. Yeah. I mean, from day one, I quit doing stand up immediately. As ah, soon as Raiden was born, in. I quit stand up immediately. Like, and I have no issue with that. I'm not going to hold him against that when he's 24, and I can write him a fucking letter like, "You're the reason I'm not a fucking famous stand up. It's y'all your fucking fault." Like, I would never do that. I was happy to do it. I wasn't at the time, but I was willing, and now I'm totally happy to do it. Like, fuck that. I would never. That's time spent away from my kids. So I was willing to give up certain paths or goals of mine for you. So I would hope that there's at least a little respect, but. I, I can't pretend that I would I would want I would never want I can't I do not want one hundred percent you know unquestioning blind allegiance that sounds fucking ridiculous but that's I, I'm gonna e, fuck up all the time I think your point is I think God is thinking you probably have to give respect to get it back it's almost like a two way street or something yeah it's almost is like it's a mean? relationship weird. E, like a personal you, relationship, would you e, say? You need, e, maybe to, a, you need to write your version of the Bible. I love your version of the Bible. I mean, it's nice. I think it's in I there. Do like I your think it's just of, like. Oh God. <laughs> it's in there. It's just surrounded by a bunch of. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. It's been misinterpreted <laughs> or just interpreted or just a, a billion different uh, people okay, have put their own stuff. Let's see if we the raping of children. Let's see. How do you misinterpret Yeah, the Old Testament is rough. Let's put it that way. But. Um, yeah, the testament sometimes is not much better. There's there's some things in there that are like difficult to understand, and I I do think it's you know like I said it's a very personal thing for me, and I think it should be for most people. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I love your version of the Bible. Like I Same. I think about all the time, like how you your version of how it's supposed to be is literally how it's supposed to be. Yeah, well, <laughs> it goes back to the thing that it's just like sometimes you just gotta like. Do the right thing, you know. It's True. like not that complicated. Is I want to watch. Wanna, I want to watch that movie now. What Wait, movie? what movie? What? You've never seen Do the Right Thing? 
Oh, I love Do the Right Thing. Oh, love oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never, no, I've, I mean, I've yeah. never seen it, but I at least know what you're talking about. Oh, now. Joe, you, you never seen really, Do the Right Thing? This is one of the know. better movies that has ever been made by a comfortable bar. See, but E, like we were talking about last week, now I can't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Now I'm, Damn it, now I'm we hyped You'll it up. Be fine. It's, my no, top, it's in my top 50 for sure. I can't now. Interesting. I'm watching it. At least you've given me no details, and that lends to a possibility that I might watch it, but we both, we all. You know what, Joe? It sucks, man. That movie sucks. Hey, guys, I got through all my points. I'm impressed. Nice. Yeah, I got through I all of them. I had five. You've had like four glasses of wine since we started, so you've definitely I've been gotten... Sh- I've been, yeah, I've been, yeah. <laughs> no, wait, one? That's okay. Hey, Blake Taylor did too. It's totally I had cool. Two he... and a half, I only had I'm two and a half t- glasses of wine on this show. I've been and I had zero, be- zero before because y'all got me all hyped up on... A stock, and I, I like on uh, a stock. And I was clean. Who could guess? I, was, I love this, who could possibly I love this incredible guess? vagueness yeah. about about a know, this Eddie. person in your life. I wonder Eddie who this person might have been. I don't know if anybody could see past this catacomb of mazes that you've laid before them. I wonder Eddie's who that might be. Man. And Eddie's... I wonder what stock we might be referencing. Uh, everybody, we'll see you on the moon. Uh, got a little bonus action here happening. We got one last point from the old from the old Vance Man. Do, do you all remember when I said that I was not, um, I was done through with all my points, like I had hit them all? Yeah, you were really confident and happy about it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that was me looking at a, like a piece of paper on my desk and <laughs> like looking at scribbles, and I realized that I had missed the scribble. And this is very important to me. The coolest people that go through this use humor. Mm. Like that's why humor is such a big like point in my life, is because like I don't know, man. Like when I get to talking about it, I just laugh. Like, I have to laugh. It's like, to me, it's like funny. And like when me and Lauren are like talking about this topic, we just, I don't know, I laugh because I think it's so absurd and crazy. But like the way to cope with that kind of trauma is like, one of it is to like, just, it's just the outrageousness of like these stories is like, so that's important. So like, that's why like, it's like, I didn't want this, like, come on here and be like this boo hoo hoo thing of like, yeah, it was fucking horrific and terrible, but like. If you sit down with me, I can tell you some pretty funny stories that that are like the one, like the pool. <laughs> I know every pool encyclopedia. In do you? Of pools. <laughs> Why would you make a claim oh, such as this? Oh man, you know, that's wild, man. Oh, like, honestly, that's not that's not even because that's why I wanted to bring it up because you brought up that story. That is that's D minus yeah. on the level of claims it's, it's, that's of claims G-rated that have of been claimed yeah. of the claims. That they've been tried, that they that was that were argued to me, like of why this person was right. Yeah, you, you know what? What you know? One thing. <laughs> one thing I will give this person credit where she was right and I was wrong. Uh, when we were at the Lance Armstrong five uh, k oh. to fight cancer, and they had <laughs> oh. uh, they were giving out bumper stickers, and the bumper stickers said, "I'm fighting cancer with Lance." And uh, Vance, Clay, and I, Clay, friend of the pod, we were all there uh, working this event with, with this person, like handing out water bottles, whatever the fuck we were doing, like to people running by. And we started fucking with these stickers. And we started making up our own phrases. And it was just like, I'm, I'm well, with no, no, Lance. No, no, Joe, 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 wait, 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 wait. We were there to volunteer to like help these people that were running for cancer and yeah, donating for cancer, right? People, That's why we're there, right? human beings. We were there to support we them. Are, we are... Getting we're in fucking big around. Trouble. We didn't do anything. <laughs> big, big, we didn't big, big, big help trouble. at all. I don't even know why we were there. We we hindered the operation. <laughs> <laughs> we 
we like we were stealing oh, stuff. We were my, like taking. Oh yeah. Oh, I got so many uh, koozies that I didn't even like. We were like fifteen. I didn't even drink. Why do I need a koozie? But I'll take twelve. That's Thanks. Free. But anyways, the sticker said, and I'll free. never forget this. It said, "I'm fighting cancer." with Lance. And so we would make up our own little, you know, I'm with Lance or I'm fighting Lance or yada, yada. And so I made one and I put it on my shirt and it said, I'm fighting Lance with cancer. And <laughs> your person in your life has never been so angry with me. Uh, she will be if she hears this episode, but otherwise she has never been so <laughs> angry with me. And I remember <laughs> thinking, you know what? That might've been, might've been a toe past the line there. That might've been, <laughs> well, might've been a little footfall. It wasn't. I don't think it was because I do you remember what Clay's was? I don't. I'm cancer. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. Oh my god. So no, it wasn't. It wasn't Joe. Oh shit! Well, bro, uh, seriously, thank you for opening up, man. This was this was uh, a much different episode, but fun as fuck. So thank you, brother. And uh, yep, and Steve Allen and Jonathan Spencer, if you could just Greg Abbott. Superfly Snooker. Lex Luger. We're getting all y'all. Just, oh, we're bringing back corpses now. We're Scott not Hall. That. But yes or no would be <laughs> nice on the. If if Spencer or Steve want to respond with. I would just wrestle Steve. Like, I kind of so just. So, what was the exact Steve. response? Yeah, what, okay, here. since we're here. Since we're here, what are you okay, wanting truly if, out of this? If Will Steve wrestle me. I mean. Frankly, I think he because will. Because we wrestled. Uh, yeah, he's not, I don't think he would be against it. Like, we used to wrestle all the time. Like, at, at, at football practice, we would just, like, mess around. Will he wrestle me in his preacher's row while I'm in a devil suit? <laughs> that seems less likely. <laughs> but that's does all it, I want. Does it seem less likely? I can't imagine why that don't would be. Don't you want that on, on film? I mean, yes, I do. But <laughs> yeah, I can totally I understand do, why I'm, he doesn't. Not, yeah. He his might congregation would love it. He's beating that. the devil. He's beating. He would win. I mean, if you're if He's you're if you're devil. up front admitting that you'll throw the fight. Actually, you know what? As I'm thinking about it, like as a, like a VBS like joke video type thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, throwing. I'm well, certain I'm I've win. seen a version of this. I'm not even kidding. I'm certain it wasn't like actual wrestling, but I'm certain I've seen a person in a Jesus costume and a person in, in a devil costume like battling. I'm certain of this. Yeah. So yeah. Guaranteed in one of the plays of the thousands of plays we all grew up watching every Sunday. If I'm, you all right, disagree I'm, to that, I'm, I'm coming around I mean, to this. I, I'm I, not saying that Greg Abbott will show up. I'm not saying that 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 other guy will show up. He oh, might. you're not? Weird. Yeah, I'm not. Abbott doesn't I'm want. Not. But at <laughs> did we tell Abbott that you're in a answer. devil costume? That might sweeten the deal. Actually, <laughs> well, what if we what yeah. if we told Abbott you're wearing a pro-abortion shirt and he gets no, to slam that? Joe, yeah, Joe, 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 so, Joe. Yeah. You just tell him that I'm a woman and he is there. <laughs> He's there. So I will have like a big vagina under me too. So he's like, he knows who I am. <laughs> and I'll be pregnant. I'll be a pregnant devil. <laughs> a pregnant devil. Oh, that, and I'll and be, want, let me be your ringside man. Who's illegally yeah. enter Texas. Yeah, perfect. Yep, yep. Yes. You've illegally entered Texas. And I'll be your abortion doctor coming like with you. Like I'll, I'll be the oh. doctor like holding like a, a stencil and I'll be a like, stethoscope. Oh, no, it's yeah. a stillborn. It's I'll a stillborn. Be... <laughs> I want to get it out of my body, but you won't let me. <laughs> that's what's going on. So this is the humor thing we were talking about, right? This yeah, is yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. I just wanted a chance to. The really last just... five minutes of this is so different than the first fifty-five. <laughs> but thank y'all for listening. I mean it. I love you. See you next time. <laughs>